I'll, uh, alright, cool, alright, I started, there you go, um, damn, sweet, see, I'm glad that you're here to do that, though, because I'm not good at tech, so, uh, yeah, I got you, don't worry, don't worry, um, but, uh, yeah, the, I, I do have a full-time job, the actual trading side of things, uh, is more of a, I would say like a hobby at this point that I kind of got into um, from a, a friend over the past few months. Um, but yeah, definitely not trading full time. If it can get to that point, great. But uh, definitely not not a full time gig right now. Got you, got you. But um, you know, doing quite quite well from what I can see through the Discord. Um, I know you're on there most mornings, almost every morning. But I'm on there, um, and uh, you have been. Famous for your golden goose strategy, which I've been going through. I watched a few of the videos. Um, oh, by the way, I haven't introduced you. We're talking to Broboken. Now that I know how to pronounce your name through Discord, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you're one of those people. That, I don't know if you're one of those people that uses your real name through uh, social media or through a podcast. But we can use your real name if you want. Yeah. But I'll just keep calling you Broboken. Yeah. No, um, you, you can use the real name. I got. I got. It, it's a lot easier than than um, Broboken. Uh, but okay. yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we're talking to Ryan Garrity, a.k.a. Brian uh, Broboken, uh, out of Hoboken, New Jersey. Yeah. What a lovely place. Yes, uh, yes. I wonder where – I'm super creative, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> Dude, yeah. I mean, more creative than me. My name is just Holly B on Discord. I don't really do anything creative at all with that. Uh, I don't have any – I like seeing all the – I love the Discord – or not the Discord world, but I mean, I do like the Discord world, but I love the options trading world with all of these, like, different, like – Alter egos like you know Kerry trades, Keanu trades, yeah. uh, you know PJ Matlock, uh, what's his name, Zach Morris, yeah, um, you know Kenny Powers, Adam Silver, all these different like names. Like it's kind of funny. It, it's um, amazing. It's, I love it. I think it's great. It's kind of a great way to like. It's just silly, but it's like these people are like banking and they have the most like ridiculous like screen names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know so how they do funny. it. I, I, I do. People are definitely a lot more creative than I am with that kind of stuff. So it's uh. But yeah, I, when people can make a name for themselves doing that, like Kenny F and Powers, that's that's fire. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I love it. Um, but anyway, so you. So did you start? Did you initially start with just like regular investing, or did you go from like regular just buying stocks to then going into options? You just go straight into options. Yeah. So. Um, Initially, I was just a like an investor. Like when I started, you know, doing pretty well for myself, trying to think about you know my future. I guess uh, you know I, I thought just being an adult, a part of being an adult, was like investing in stocks. So um, one of my first like coworkers that was a little bit older than me just said, you know, invest in stocks with things that you use on a daily basis. So like. I invested in Apple and Google and Amazon, you know, things like that until um, just a few months ago where I, I was actually having me and my wife were having dinner with, um, you know, another couple that been friends with since, you know, kindergarten. And uh, we were literally sitting there and he was just talking to me about stock options. And he was like, have you ever done this? And I was like, no, like I, I know an idea of it, but not, not really. And he was kind of explaining it to me a little bit and and then he broke it down and was like, you know, it's really just like educated gambling. And I'm like, right, right. oh, really? Because I am 
I'm very big in the sports world or, or uh, definitely enjoy going to a casino or, you know, some parlays yeah. here and there. And so uh, when he said educated yeah. gambling, I was like, all right, what's, what's the edge? Um, and so that's how I kind of dove into it. And I started initially uh, at, in another discord that he introduced me to that Keanu was kind of sending out plays for. And I just kind of liked his style a little bit. And so I kind of reached out to him a little bit more and then saw that he had his own. And that's how uh, I kind of get involved with, with Keanu trades and you guys on a, on a little bit more regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and so going into more of your options side of things, that's what's like, I'm still rather a novice. I do a lot. I do, I paper trade every day that I can. I do some real trades here. I keep, most of my trades are all my contracts. I don't keep between like 500 to 1,000, maybe 1,500 if I feel really spicy. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's kind of just where I'm at at this point. But I've been, I started going heavy into it in like, really in like January, February, I started like really like learning a lot and then going really into like paper trading in like uh, beginning of April. Um, so, you know, doing decent with that and done done some real trades too. That I, haven't, I haven't burned myself, made some money, haven't really lost my ass. I kind of keep my, my uh, you know, but also haven't really hit like some any really major home runs yet for that same reason. But, um, you know, I've been following your stuff a lot, learning more about your strategy do you do a lot of like intraday trading, swing trading? I think the golden goose stuff, it's like really you're you're doing a lot of intraday, right? Based on that strategy. Yeah. So with with I mean, and and I'll be the first one to tell you, I'm still very novice in, in this world. Uh we kind of started I think you and I both at around like the same time getting really kinda into it. Um I, I just have I'll say I have a very addictive personality in the sense of like when I am into something, I'm like 110% in. And like if I'm not working on my day job, I was then doing this or reading a book or different styles or trying to learn different things. And when I got introduced into this golden goose kind of strategy randomly through the King Capital guys and Coach Dipka, um, the, the initial idea behind it was more of a long-term time frame type of trading style where there was it was like a four hour daily time frame and it would be like the biggest swing high to swing low and then the most reason and then a, a swing low to swing high and i i've been trying to figure out a way to make it more on the intraday level because i i it, i feel like i've gotten better at first first trading on like patterns and volume and um, things that Keanu really emphasizes in his Discord, and, and that's just something that I've been a little bit more comfortable with. So instead of waiting for those bigger move trades, like on that higher time frame, I, I've been trying to figure out a way to to kind of scale that into the intraday. And I definitely would rather do the intraday um, just with that price action. Uh, so that's what's been working for me. Um, but again, it's it's still like a work in progress. Like it, it's a lot of trial and error and and you know different hypotheses and things like that but it's been uh it's been fun to to kind of mess around with it um a little bit here and there and uh, I, you know it's a definitely an interesting different type of uh approach for sure yeah yeah and so 
I was going through your videos like last week and up until um, you know until today. I still haven't finished you know the last like two no longer ones um, that I need to go through to see how you set up everything exactly. Uh, you use TradingView, right? I noticed that. Yes. Um, yeah. Which I'm, I'm becoming more and more a fan of. I know I got Keanu almost on it. I uh, I know he's using like. He's the only one I know who like loves Thinkorswim. Everyone I know that uses Thinkorswim is like I fucking hate it. And I'm like, yeah. I, 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 he's he's uh, stubborn for sure with that. I'm I was like I use Thinkorswim, but I I can't use it for charting or anything. It's just not very UI friendly on that side. I straight up only use it for paper trading. I just I use it to go in there, and even then it can be kind of cumbersome and annoying. But like. Uh -huh. For any charting stuff, like whether it's desktop or the mobile app, I'm not on board with it. It just sucks. But <laughs> at least for me, I just don't. It's, yeah, I'm not. I forget. Someone may have said it in the other. I think maybe even this morning on the um, in the Discord, uh, kind of said the same thing. Where it's like I just don't care to put in the time to learn it. It's cumbersome. I'm like, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, a hundred percent. So. But going through like Gold Goose, is kind of writing out some of the time. You're mostly using five-minute candles. You're using that, right, when you're going through that strategy? Yeah, so when I'm actually setting up the fibs, I'll use maybe a 30-minute or an hour time frame at most to set up the fibs. But when I'm actually trading it, it's definitely I, – I, I stick to the five-minute. Um, that's where I yeah. feel most comfortable for sure. Yeah, and like – I'm learning more about the, the FIB stuff, like where to set them up. How do you, like, how do you actually set them up? I, I'm struggling with that myself. Or like, is there like, I know there's, I have like a FIB retracement thing on TradingView, mm -hmm. but like, yeah. what do you actually do to set those all up? I know you have a ton of them on there, but I watched your video, I was like, there was all these different like FIB retracement lines, and I was like, holy shit, like, where is he finding all these? Yeah, yeah. So, um, this is kind of goes back to how, uh, you know, because I, I talked to the the King Capital guys, and um, I, it's definitely for me a little bit of a trial and error uh, because mine has been a little bit more unorthodox, kind of taking their their strategy and, and catering it to that intraday style that I've been more comfortable with. But what I've done yeah. and what I've seen that has worked in the past couple weeks has been looking at the half hour or hour time frame and then going backwards to the most recent extreme move and whatever that most recent extreme move is then finding a common origin point and using that as kind of a, a base point and then whether it's a swing high or swing low point and then basically finding a point that is before that and then after that so that has like the next swing low so like right now on on tesla for example the most previous like big swing was like around 786.94 which is where i have a the origin for my two fib retracements and then i have one to the left of that and this was let's see may 13th is the date that it actually uh happened and then the most the one before that the swing low before that was on may 12th at 680 flat and then the retracement and swing low after that was 
633 on May 20th. And so that's where, at least this week, I've been using the fibs that have been working. But previously, I've been testing out other different things. So like I told a couple guys um, and a couple people that have been in the discords with me that wanted to kind of talk and, and pick my brain a little bit on it was, you know, when I'm going Sunday night or even Monday morning before the opening bell, I have a few different fib sets that I'm basically back testing to see what levels are being respected more, if at all, to see what makes like the most sense because it has been a little bit of trial and error. Like, and, and the previous fibs before this week that I had were extremely, extremely accurate. But then there was like a new low that came out this uh, at the end of last week. So I was like, maybe I need to retest it uh, and draw some new fibs. And so it has been a little bit of a trial and error. But this week so far, it has been working pretty well um, in terms of like the fibs and then key levels. And then I also draw like the previous days high and low as well as like the overnight and pre-market high and low as key levels. And working off of those has been has been pretty pretty successful um, in the last few weeks, which which is nice to uh, to definitely build on on some confidence. Um, but again, it's still trial and error on my side of things because uh, even the strategy alone itself, I think, is pretty pretty new. So it's more of just seeing what works. But um, there are definitely a few other other areas and kind of points of conviction that, that the guys uh, at King Capital and that I look for that um, are definitely a little unique, which is which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, and then talking to like, um, you know, if you hopped on when I was talking to um, Troy, AKA Carry Trades the other night, um, he's talking about using like derivatives within the Golden Goose strategy. And Genius. I was like calculus and physics stuff, and I was like, oh my God. Like taking all this stuff like a whole other level. Yeah, Jesus. different language. <laughs> that guy is a genius. I have no idea how he does it. Uh, no idea. No idea. Um, it's it impressive. Really crazy. It is nuts because he's like he's he's applying these like crazy mathematical and like physics principles to like the stock market, and you're like, what is your brain like? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's like yeah. He's like ripping dabs. You're like, oh my god! Like, I'm just, I don't. It's it's quite impressive. Yeah, um, the fact that he was doing that, ripping dabs, and then being like, hey, I came up with this indicator overnight for you for the strategy that you've been using, and then it's like Neil deGrasse Tyson basically trying to explain like how the universe works, and I'm just sitting there like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I, I appreciate what you're doing. I know you're trying to help, but I am just not on your same playing field. But like, I'm trying, but no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it is nice because I, I do like talking to them because it's like one of those things where like I won't catch everything in the session, but I'll catch enough like nuggets here and there. I'll be like, ooh, okay, I like that piece, I like that piece, that really made sense. And then you'll kind of like it'll get hazy for a second, and then it'll kind of like clear up. It's like driving to like a foggy morning, you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. You have stretches of the road that are clear, but like oh, I can't see shit. If I'm retaining you know, a like, third of what he's saying, that's a W. <laughs> what was that? If if I'm retaining a third of what he's saying, that's a W for me. Like that's like yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. I'm that's a yeah. big win. Yeah, you only like a good like like a good DH batting average. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
know? <laughs> like, all right, cool, I'm retaining it now. Um, and then, yeah, when I was going through your stuff, too, I was trying to, like, it's still quite, um, you know, for me, I'm like, damn, this guy knows what he's doing. He's going through a lot of his levels. Like, I, I marked a lot of, like, I was trying to mark off all these different notes of, like, what you track on, like, using this strategy. And if people don't know what we're talking about, obviously we're talking about, like, uh, an options day trading strategy that you've labeled Golden Goose or, you know, who I don't know who, who coined that, but, you know, the folks that you've been trading with. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so in addition to, like, those levels, I marked all the levels that you would look for. So those are kind of stuff I'm, I'm learning as I go through, like, my trading strategy. Um, and I, I do, oh, here's, speaking of, of that, that talk with, uh, with Troy the other night, I like what he said where um, until you get more excited about your plan than your games, you're fucked. Yes. So that was really smart. And yep. so I feel like that's how you are now with this strategy and like how he is with his where it's like, yeah, the games are great, but like be more focused on like the plan or the process than mm -hmm. the end result because that's what's really going to like make you successful. But I translate that to other stuff like, I always compare like day trading like comedy or to like going to the gym. It's like you can't think of like the gauge. You got to like think of like enjoying it every day. Because if not, then you're not going to be successful. And that's kind of how I feel about like your plan with day trading. So I'm trying to like think of that now when I go into it. Like I almost feel guilty if I'll make like a even if it's like a paper trade, but I'm like I'll go against my rules and make like a a, a good trade. And I'll be like, yeah, that's cool, but you weren't really following, like, your system or your plan. So I'm yeah. trying to, like, that's why I like leading on you guys, seeing what you're doing, what's working, how you're looking. Because every trader kind of has, like, their own strategy. It's kind of interesting. Like, 100%. Um, you know, there's similarities, but everyone kind of has their own little, like, flavor to it. You know? Yeah. But everyone kind of borrows from each other and, you know, everyone shares what they know. what they And everyone kind of has, like, a specialty, if you will. You know, it's kind of cool. So, um, getting back to like your your strategy with Golden Goose, like um, I marked here on my notes while watching your video, you you and I think you mentioned some of these already uh, just now, like key levels you look for on a daily, uh, overnight low. You said overnight high, previous day high, previous day low, pre market high, pre market low. That sounds about right, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then kind of like too, you look across too and see for like random like I think you mentioned this one of your videos too, like you look across the chart and look for like key levels of support resistance kind of throughout the last few days as well. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, where where this kind of originated from was, like you said, like everyone kind of has their own style and like what they feel comfortable with in terms of like how they're trading and what they're looking at because everyone is a little bit different. Like Keanu is very big on, on patterns and, and volume and, you know, he uses uh, like MACD and and um the ttm squeeze and like all these other things that he's very anticipate he anticipates things very well whereas like other people like caleb are supply and demand and you know everyone's very like you said everyone just kind of collaborates which makes it and, and the discord just so great because you know the first discord i was in you know i'm not going to name names but like it's like a typical like it's like intimidating if you're not from the finance world. You're, you're going in and you're like, you don't oh, want to yeah. ask questions. You don't want to be that guy that doesn't fit in. You don't feel like very welcome to ask questions. Like, and and then yeah. like coming in here and being like, oh yeah, like we want to help you out. And then so that's when I started. Like I originally was really into like the supply and demand and patterns and things like that. And 
uh, I liked the the fibs, but I didn't really know how to implement it. And then when this came about, like, yes, the the fibs are are great at significant levels on the psychology side of things, but the supply and demand can come into play as as those areas of support and resistance, and then um, other layers like the the volume and and the patterns. Like those are just other levels of conviction and, and confluence and confirmation that like just add to that type of trade that you're making, which which makes it that much more confident in taking a trade, which is what I like about it. Because overall, like, yes, like it may sound like a pretty in-depth strategy, but overall it's a pretty simple concept once you grasp it. And it just makes it that much easier as like another level of conviction. Um, but yeah, like the, the previous days, high and lows, like potential double tops or support and resistance, um, those are all things that that are areas that I try to point out and mark and whether it's trends or trend lines or, or anything like that, that I can use as a uh, kind of a trigger point um, to see, like if it's just testing like a certain area for a few times, like at some point it's either got to break or, or, you know, retrace and you kind of wait for those other things, whether it's, the EMAs crossing or volume confirmation or, or MACD or uh, one of those other areas that you can use where instead of you're, you're not waiting to chase a, a play, but you're, you're reacting to other areas of conviction versus hoping that you're, you're making the right call, which is uh, one thing, like you've said, you'd rather be more confident about the process and, and what you're taking versus hoping that you make some money. Um, so that's yeah. like, I think I said at one point today, like I would much rather lose money on a trade that I was confident about than making money on a trade that I was like gambling on. Yeah. You almost feel guilty. I feel like if you, you make that money on a trade you were like, I was swing and I just kind of got lucky, you know, I, you know yeah. like whatever. I mean, take it for what it is, but it does, it does feel kind of dirty almost. A hundred percent. <laughs> I've also learned the hard way too. Uh, one thing I, I I will say, and I regret that that you are doing the right way is paper trading. I never really paper traded. I I went yeah full balls to the wall, and I got fucked royally <laughs> very early yeah, on. One of my good friends is like that. She's always like, "Man, I wish I would have like taken you out a little bit," because you do learn some lessons for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I think I like on paper I quickly made like a few thousand and then blew it up like in like a day or two. And I was like, oh, yeah. I can see how this goes. The other like, at first I was like, oh, this is great, and then I was like, oh, I see how this is. And then like was like struggling to make even on paper, struggling to make like profitable trades for a second. And now I'm kind of like kind of a good consistent upswing. Um, but yeah, learning that with paper versus the the real cheddar. And so like I have another friend who's like that too, but. I guess at the same time, like, I always tell people, like, it's it's just the cost of doing business where, like, you don't learn anything without losing, without eating shit, you know, it's like losing money investing or trading, it's 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 value, it's like, you can do that or go to a college course and I'll tell you which one's going to teach you more. You yeah, know? 100%, 100%. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, you just got to spend the money one way or the other, just do it the way that's going to actually teach you. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just, I, I, I mean, I get it too, like, I, um, I've definitely, I, I've done, 
a few I've done you know a handful of good options trades but I know my first few I was just like totally just like buying and be like well let's let's hope and like you said like hope is the worst thing to have in the stock market because it'll just crush you and I think you said in one of your videos like not take you know kind of learning mistakes of like taking these trades and just being like, yeah, hoping the market turns this way or thinking I called it right and just being like, hope is such a bad, bad way to go from Yeah. Because that... you're just going to get, get crushed more yeah. than not. And, and when you do hit it, you're kind of like, you do kind of do a little guilty. Um, it's not, it's not a win. You're, you're relieved. Like, you know? Yeah. You're relieved when you hit it. Not, not like expecting to win. <laughs> Right, right, yes, yes, exactly. It's it's like it's more yeah, exactly. It's when you have the plan calculated, like, okay, I'm gonna enter here, it's gonna go to at least here, I think, and then it does, like, oh sweet, that worked out perfectly as planned. I'm gonna take my money or you know, let let one run or however you wanna approach it, you know. Yeah. Um so I totally get that. And so I'm trying to like and I think that's something Keanu preached early on, you know. People who are first getting into options, because like most people listen to this or to you know to my podcast or are, are, are doing um, you know are novice you know options traders or people like just get kind of getting into it. And kind of one thing he says is like just kind of hone in on like a few stocks, a few, you know a few tickers and a few patterns. Like just yeah. nail those, start looking for those, and then expand from there. So it's kind of like with anything where it's like you know walk before you can run type shit. A hundred percent. And so, yeah, I feel like, you know, your strategy, while, you know, you say it, it is, you know, when you break it down, I see what you mean where it's simple, but I think it's, it's, it's uh, to me, it's the next step where I'm like, okay, I've, I've learned a few things, I know it's all patterns, now I got to kind of go like, what's the kind of the next level of, of trading I can look into? So, I like that you're putting together those videos and kind of finding those strategies, because it's kind of like, it is nuts how like different things are, how many things are changing in the market all the time. Like I know Troy mentioned the other day about some of his family members getting back into like training, and he was like, "I can't wait for them to like experience what we've been dealing with. Like they're gonna get wrecked." You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I it's it's wild to <laughs> yeah. The when people say like, "Oh, if you can you know do well and not lose a ton of money in this type of market, like you're you're gonna do well when the market." does come around and I'm like, well, this is the only market I've ever known. So <laughs> like it's, it's, it's tough. And yeah, it, it humbles you very, very quickly. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With it. But like, like you said, like, you know, being able to walk before you run, like it's, it's just kind of building that, that portfolio of, of little things that, that end up, you know, you start being able to see it as it develops too. Like, that was one thing that just recently started like happening with me was you can start to see things develop on the charts as the day goes and like you can see things setting up um and kind of anticipate it and wait for those like signals whereas like you know before like you said like i remember keanu put the life cycle of a, of a trader early on where it's like beginner's luck where you hit a few and, oh, yeah, yeah. and I remember reading this after like two weeks of being in the discord because like I hit like one or two trades that went like pretty decent with like Amazon or Tesla like early on. And I was like, this shit is so easy. I'm going to be a millionaire like next week. And, <laughs> and then I got humbled so quick. I will never forget uh, the first one of the first Fridays that I played. I played Amazon and I was so confident 
And then I got so greedy. I took some like contracts that I should had no business being around. And I ended up like losing like 6k by happy hour and I was like oh no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, maybe I should go, you know, read some more. Um yeah, yeah that it, it it'll it'll humble you, humble you. Yeah, but like at, at that point, that's another thing I need to like that's another thing what that I I want to do with my videos is like I'm not I'm not one to just show all the wins. Like I I'm I'm very willing to show like where I screwed up and right, right. uh because like I am the a terrible degenerate when it comes to I, I can cut my winners when I feel necessary, but I will hold on to my losers way longer thinking that it's gonna reverse. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it kills yeah. me. Like I, I could I could take a ten percent win on, on an option, but if I'm down fifty percent on a on a trade or an option on a contract, I'll be like, I don't know, that's not enough. Like it, it can come around. Not, not listening to my rules, like you said. Like just sticking to your rules. And I, I, I like, if you just stick to your rules, you'll be fine. You'll make money. Like I know. Yeah. It's like I forget who said it. Uh, I think it was again in one of the morning uh, voice sessions. Just like that's why algos, algo, you know, algos are the best traders. Robots are the best traders because they have no emotions. It, yeah. Trade on the system and the rules, and so it's like if you can take the human element out of it and just be a robot, kind of. But that's been one of my like. <laughs> kind of my like silly approaches to just life in general. Like if you can be kind of a sociopath, you can be quite successful. Like to be honest, in this country, you kind of have to be a sociopath to be quite successful. And this is a great way to approach it. With a hundred percent, it's like you can separate yourself from a hundred percent. Like this, this you know, um, yeah, you really can make make some money. Um, I did the same thing when I first started. I was like, oh, this will be this will be easy, but like. And then you quickly learn, like, oh, I see where, like, and the same thing, I'm like, no, I'll hold this on, I'll turn, I'll turn around, and, like, really, once it starts losing, it's, it's really going, it's kind of, like, especially some of the contracts I was buying, like, you know, out of the money, not deep out of the money, but a little bit out of the money contracts where basically it doesn't move quickly in my direction, I'm kind of fucked, and I'll just hold it, be like, oh, let's turn around, yep. and, like, you just get crushed by your theta anyways. And so it's like, if it doesn't turn around like a day or two, you're fucked. Yeah. Really within the day, within the day really. And yeah. so, um, but yeah, I'm glad I was learning at, on, on uh, paper trades as well. But <laughs> even on the first like real trade I did though, I remember like I bought the contract and it shot up right away. And I was like, wait, is this real? Like money? Is this how this works? And then didn't sell it and held it until it was like, it was worthless. So, you know, doing it that way as well yeah but, um, yeah it is funny though because it will humble you like when you whenever you feel like again i was i always compare it to doing stand-up because it's like when you anytime you feel like you're the shit it will humble you like immediately it's almost like the universe knows like, the market knows the stand-up gods know they're like this motherfucker's getting too cocky i gotta knock him down a few pegs like i think one of my buddies said bobby slade said this to him outside a club you know, Bobby Slade, legendary, like, uh, East Coast guy. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he said, you know, there's, no matter how great you are, there's always a shit sandwich waiting for you around the corner. <laughs> it's so true. Like, there's it really one, is. Like, in comedy, there's, your, your, your shit sandwich is always right in the corner. And same with, like, trading, where it's like, you're always going to trip. The, the trick is, is just to limit it. You know, when you do make that 
when you do fuck up, don't, 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 hold the, don't be a degenerate. Like, uh, you know, like you over there. Yeah. Long, yeah. I, the I totally get it. I mean, that's why uh, I, I am the degen day trader shot caller of, of the Discord right now. You know, I, I, I earned it for being a, a degenerate for, for no good reason. Exactly. You earned the day. Yeah. So. Well, now I got to ask you a question because I'm, I'm curious. Uh, you know, I had the welcome to trading moment of, of Amazon options and, and getting shit kicked in the balls very quickly. Um, what was your like welcome to stand up moment when you started doing stand up? Like was there a moment where you were just like oh shit? Like I don't know, I'm trying to think of like the first like like really bad set. I don't know if I had like Initially, I didn't have too many bad ones um, that I can remember, just because they were like safe environments. Like I started to extend it to like a competition in college, um, so the first like three or four were kind of in a safe environment. But then after that, I would say like probably when I went to Chicago. Yes, I went to Chicago shortly. I was doing kind of shows in Michigan, and we're going to Chicago and doing this like upstairs open mic place and being like, oh yeah, like you know, not, you know, I. I I think anyway, I said, I probably, I probably had an ego, I'm sure I did, I had no idea back then. And just like, it was a room of like, I mean, it had to have been like a hundred comics. Like, it, it seems like, oh, I mean, it had to have been, like, it was crazy. And comics are the worst crowd ever, usually, especially if they're all waiting to get on stage. Everyone's going up there and just like eating shit so hard and not getting any laughs. And like, luckily, I didn't invite anyone to that set. I had to invite people to shows, and you're like, oh, this is like a really bad open mic. I shouldn't have invited anybody. Yeah. Um, and I'll see comics make that mistake. So I did that. Like, I remember bombing at an open mic for the first time, but luckily I didn't invite anybody. It was just, I was there solo. And then from then on, I was like, okay, never invite someone to a show unless you've been to the venue before. Or unless it's the venue you really, really trust. Like, yeah. This, like the place that uh, the one I did in uh, New York um, on Fifth Ave, the one that I was supposed to do with uh, the stuff in it, yeah. canceled. Funny enough for that show, but that's a venue I'd never done before. But it was like the people, like my buddy that was running the show, like he's, you know, I know he would. The things you were saying about the room, I just believe. I was like, okay, this is legit. I'm not. I trust that. Yeah, but yeah. Outside of that, I would never do it because you 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 can eat shit, and so like. I just remember bombing so hard and being like, oh man, like all these comics hate me. Like I just totally fell on my face. Um, and then I'm trying to think of past that, like I remember one time like commenting on at the comedy store uh, in LA in the original room. I wasn't in the room before the show, and there was someone like making like a noise on stage. On stage, so we can make this like noise, and like, what the fuck is going on? Like, like, like a grunting noise. Like, it's like like this weird noise. And I like asked, I was like, oh my, I was talking to this person, like making this like noise, and I was like, are you like okay? Or, like, are you like handicapped or something? And like, sure enough, it was like like a full paralyzed dude. Oh no! And I couldn't see him. And, oh like, no! Was, like, oh shit! Like the host like came on and was like, um, and I was like, oh my god, look in the original of the comedy store. Like there's like, 
no one like major there to see me or anything like that but like still just yeah one of those moments where you're like totally fall on your face like holy shit like those two stick out the most yeah um, the first one early on and then also what's what's funny now is i love seeing people have that moment that fuck you uh like welcome to stand up moment yeah and it usually happens at open mics full of comics and especially if they invited friends like i it it's like the evil in me, like the like the devil on the shoulder, like totally I totally involved indulge that devil on the shoulder moment when like a novice comic is at an open mic and they invite friends to this open mic and like you just know they're gonna eat shit because it's a bad it's it's a tough environment. Like it's it's not a great spot to like I like I don't mind them now, like I can enjoy them now for what they are to kind of like the work of it a little bit better. Um you just you just know what it is. Uh, and you kind of like, I also am not as shitty as a comic, a person who's done comedy one time. So, you know, like, it, like, it definitely makes a difference, but like, even just how the way they carry themselves on stage, but seeing those people have that moment of like, oh man, I just embarrassed myself in front of my friends. That's my favorite. I love seeing that happen. It, it brings me so much joy because it's so, it's so crushing. It's so crushing and embarrassing for them. And I'm like, exactly. That's what you get. You, you need, you need that. You need to that. a show. Like, learn, learn first. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, and I, I feel like the amount of balls and just the even the ability to get up there as a comic is you're putting yourself out there. So that takes balls just to get up there, no matter what. And then, especially now, like, has it gotten with the whole cancel culture thing, like? Has it gotten just more difficult to even get up there? And like, do you, is there like things that you just can't even joke about anymore or you're scared to even bring up? Like, um, not really. Cause like, I don't really, I never really had much trouble with that anyways. Um, cause I've always been like, someone described it perfectly one time. I think I've said this on, on episodes before, but someone described me after a show as a clean comic with a dark side, which I would find is quite accurate. I um, love that. But you can do things in a certain way. You just kind of have to, like, to me, it's very obvious when you do a joke where, where, where it's coming from, whether it's coming from a place of hate or a place of, like, just, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm having a goof, you know? Like, yeah. Being silly here. Um, you can definitely tell it comes from a place of hate. And so, like, if jokes are done right, to me, there's nothing, there's nothing off limits um, unless it's something you can't control. Like, I wouldn't make fun of, like, you know, illnesses people can't control or like, you know, you know, handicaps and stuff. But at the same <laughs> yeah, time, for like, someone handicapped that's making a noise in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, there are like certain still some good jokes in those worlds, but like <laughs> you gotta pick your battles. But if it's if it's if the joke is done right, like you just kinda you, you can kinda get away with it. It kinda reminds me of like uh, an old Oscar Wilde quote where it's like if you're gonna tell someone the truth, you better make them laugh, otherwise they'll kill you. Yep. And I kind of take that approach to that, to, to jokes like that, where it's like, yeah, you can do this sensitive subject, but if you do it right, you'll be okay. If you make them laugh, you're good. But if not, you're fucked. <laughs> so you kind of gotta like, <laughs> tell that line, then you try that out in safe environments. And like, you know, but at the same time, like I also don't, I don't go too heavy into like sensitive subjects just because to me it is, I don't have much interest in it, if I'm being totally honest with you. I know that sounds insensitive that I'm not, uh, 
believe it or not, I, I don't have I'm not my my pulse isn't on the trans movement. Believe it or not. Yeah. So I just don't give a shit. If I'm being totally honest, I, I nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I just it's like, hey man, if that's I whatever, like that's your thing, go for it. It's just it's not in my it's not in my world. Like you know, that's just not the life I live. So yeah. it's like I do jokes about stuff that I think is funny that pertains to my life, and so. Um, I don't really run into much trouble with too much of that, um, but I do think that some people are running into it, but it's, at the same time, I just think a lot of bad comics are getting exposed, because now that there's so much, like, opportunities for content, people are realizing, like, oh, this person's, like, not good. Like, yep. I, I realize that, even some of my own friends, like, when they try to, like, Put out reels every day or do these things every. I'm like, oh, like this is this is bad. Like, what are you doing? Maybe, maybe get a job. Yeah. You know, like this is this doesn't look good. Like this is like you're like a middle aged person doing these like weird reels in your kitchen. Like, <laughs> um, pull it together, bro. Yeah, what? <laughs> like pull it together, man. <laughs> doing yeah, reels in your kitchen. It's like, it's like look, I'm not saying don't pursue your dreams, but is it working? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in that moment, you're just like, is this the move? Yeah. And so, but also like that's why I leaned into this whole like, you know, not just investing, but like now, especially with day trading, it's kind of why I've leaned into this because it's like I've always had time on my hands during the day. Hundred so like, percent. And I come from a world of like accounting, finance, where it's like I've always been into that, and so it's like, why not do that? Because I, I just kind of see, I saw some of my peers like. You know, even if you're a great comedian, there's a lot of great comedians that never really make a ton of money. Like, like I love Eddie Pepitone. Eddie Pepitone's one of my favorite comedians, but does Eddie Pepitone make millions of dollars? No, no way. I mean, I'm not saying he probably makes a decent living, but yeah, I, I guarantee, I guarantee most of the people in our Discord are better off financially than Eddie Pepitone. And Eddie Pepitone's fucking brilliant. Yeah, brilliant comedian. Um, but it's just, that's just how it works sometimes, and so. The beauty of what I like doing with this or having, you know, and this can pertain to anyone in any creative endeavor, if they're willing to sit down and discipline themselves with options and actually learn the shit, they can really kind of free themselves and then not be, uh, you know, only be a degenerate in the fact that they hold their contracts too long, not be a degenerate <laughs> yeah. in the fact that they can't pay their rent yeah. because yeah. they're or whatever. Yeah, that, that's, so, yeah, that's definitely like a reason why and how I got into it too was because I, I've always been... Like, my, my goal has always been to try and be, like, financially independent and not have to worry about, you know, whatever. You know, it, yeah. you, everyone grows up in, like, a different, you know, type of upbringing or whatever, but, you know, the, I've always wanted to be able to help out my, my mom and now my wife where we don't have to worry about things. And, like, I'm always thinking, like, all right, you need to have more than one stream of income. And so I'm like, what yeah. can I do to give myself an edge that I can do it on my terms, on my time, that gives me an advantage? And I, I don't come from, like, you worked at, you know, one of the big four, and I I don't come from traditional, like, business or finance background. And so that's why I said, like, the first Discord I was in, like, it's, like, a little intimidating, like, at first. Um, so coming into this and, and, and trying to really just like set yourself up to, to give yourself some kind of independence, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely worth it once you start to get that, that confidence, but also having 
the right people around you to support you too like is is huge like without the the discord of of you guys and and, and Canon's discord like it's a it would have been a totally different ball game i can tell you that in a heartbeat for sure and i do recommend like i i always tell people not to hop into a discord right away like learn, learn the ropes first of like learn the basics of like what what options are like learn, about, like, learn candlesticks how to read them all that stuff um but definitely like be in a discord that works for you at some point because it, it's like even if dude even if nothing else like you know you know i travel a lot for work but when i'm home like you know usually you know even during these busier times i'm home monday through wednesday maybe even thursday and then just fly out friday home on sunday or something but like you know i look forward to like being able to get up walk to the coffee shop open up my computer and be like cool i can trade like you know see my friends in the discord like talk to them while they're doing their thing like you know yeah we'll be talking about trading but randomly check in on like you know random bullshit when like you know when things aren't really moving we'll just kind of shoot the shit in between trades it's like exactly even if even if just for the hang in like the community just like again just like comedy like yeah you the shows are one thing but like any comedian will tell you their favorite memories aren't the show it's everything outside of that it's like going to the diner after the show or yeah. who you hung out with after the show or the bar after the show or the, whoever you hooked up with after the show all that shit you know it's everything but the show i mean of course the show is great whatever that, that, that's a given you know that, but it's everything else that goes into it you know um and obviously sometimes the shows aren't great and those are fun too yeah but, exactly <laughs> it's the experiences in it too and like you don't want to get like discouraged and you want to like you, you want to feel like like being able to like tell people like you fucked up and this is why and having people not shit on you completely like yes you're gonna get shit but like people still coming to you afterwards being like we all do it or you know this is people wanting to help you like you don't really get that everywhere so having that is just like it, it's it's super super important but yeah definitely like having those uh having a a a baseline uh, of knowing what you're doing or, or even just how to even communicate in the language because it's completely different uh, is, is a huge help. Yeah. And I think when, honestly too, like even how, with, with options training, it, it teaches people to be like, you know, it teaches them to accept that they're wrong sometimes. And I feel like people don't get that enough in their life, especially now where everyone can just like kind of write their own, everything's like opinion based now. Like everyone can be yep. like, everyone can twist this or that or the other. But when it comes to like trading, it's like it's pretty cut and dry. You were either right or you were wrong. It Facts. Sort of teaches you like I saw some uh, some like meme or some tweet actually. It said like nothing will treat you, nothing will teach you to deal with your emotions like trading. Facts. It's kind of true where it's like you know you kind of have to like it does it does humble you in a way to be like it it, it makes you sharper, but it also makes you sharper in a way that it, it teaches you to be like okay with being wrong like ah oh, shit i was wrong on that one well i'll get it next time why was i wrong it's yeah like, exactly it's like a really it's like a really healthy way to approach your life to be honest with you like yeah it can be stressful but um if you have the right approach to it and, and again your your losses aren't going to be you're not going to be too stressed if you're if you're managing your your risk you know your risk tolerance is 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 good um you know that's why i kind of keep myself to like under a thousand dollars for any of my real trades because yeah. like outside of that i'm like ah that's kind of annoying to lose, yeah you know so a hundred percent a hundred percent i don't want to ruin my day and i don't want to ruin my day with trading you know, <laughs> you have a bad day you don't want to yeah. be destroyed with people and like it's no way to live your life so Thanks. um 
it is kind of a, but, but like when you lose, that's when you learn. And I feel like that, that translated to a lot of stuff, but really especially with this, with trading, again, with comedy, like that's something I, I know, you know, Louis Anderson told me early on. Oh, nothing you said just now a little while ago, something that he taught me or said early on in my career was, um, you know, you don't really get rich until you have multiple streams of income. Like, if you got one, that's great. But once you have like two or three or four or seven, he's like, that's when you're making money. Yeah. And so he's like, Building those multiple streams. A hundred percent. And and going off to like angry. what yeah, what you said with like learning from your mistakes, like one thing I, I, I learned early on was like after every day of trading at like four oh five, I I have my like iPad like notebook where I'll write right away like what I think I did well and what I did poorly, just so like I know right then why or how I fucked up. Or what I did well and like how to replicate it. It's huge. Yes, I've been doing that on my notes on my computer. Every trade I do, and what's funny is I started. I think it's because people like you mentioned this kind of in, the, in our morning voice sessions would kind of say that stuff, and um, in some of the other videos I'd watch. I don't know if you learned whatever, but um, when I first started doing my trades, I wouldn't even even the paper trades. I wouldn't track them. I just do okay. I just kind of look at the dollar amount of the account and make sure it was going up, obviously. But like. Now, I'll like when I first started, I would be like, okay, and then I would write out the trade and just say if it was a quitter call. Now I'm writing, okay, what was the actual gain? If I like, I would just write normally if I was right or wrong. Okay, did you take a put or a call? Were you right or were you wrong? And then I started saying, like, okay, you were right or you're wrong. Here was the gain, here was the loss, then the percentage, and then saying, like, why? And then even after being like, okay, you sold it here, but it ran to this point, you could have yeah. gone to this point. Like, kind of even saying, we're like, you know, even the ones where I dipped out early, kind of like what you said, like just making notes where I was kind of like, you know, yeah, you made money here, or here's why'd you lose, like kind of just putting more detail to each one of those trades and saying like why I did it and going through it and then kind of really like, kind of also reassuring yourself too, because a lot of them too, I'll like some of the ones that I've cut early, I'll even write in the thing like, you were right on this trade, but you cut it early and you shouldn't have, like kind of yeah. reiterating like, you know, you pay for paying that a little bit, like have more conviction next time. You know? Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah, a hundred percent. I and one thing that uh, Coach Dipka has uh, at King Capital that he wrote out that just resonated with me really, really deeply was the fact that he said you want to wait for, you want to think of every trade as like a thesis statement in a college like essay that you're writing is you want to have three pieces of evidence to support a move before like think of it as like a first thesis statement in in your essay like you need yeah. two or three pieces of conviction that you want in a trade before you take it if you don't do that don't or you don't have it don't take the trade and like that that just goes back to what you were saying like follow your rules and like all that shit where you know, I, I being a degenerate piece of shit that I am, you know, I, I, I definitely don't and at times, but, uh, you know, that's that's living life on the degenerate side of things. But, um, yeah, having that and and uh, you, you mentioned it too, managing your risk. Like, I read uh, recently Trading in the Zone by Mark Douglas, which gets more into, like, the psychology and, and kind of the impact market makers have outside of retail and he said the goal of retail shouldn't be making money it's to not lose money 
It's managing your risk. If you lose less money, you'll end up making more money. Like that, yeah. That's how you should look at it. And it, it's just, you need to take that as like, a low loss is still a win. Yeah, I think, you know, it's funny. I think you mentioned this book in one of the voice sessions. I just pulled up my Amazon to make sure and it was, in, it was on my shopping list. So I was like, yes, I did put it in my, on my list. Like you mentioned at one point, it's trading in the zone, right? Master the market with confidence, discipline, and winning attitude. Yeah, Mark Douglas. Yeah, yeah, but Mark Douglas. Yeah. yeah. It's got, dude. It's got four and a half stars and almost 4,400 ratings. Yep. So. It's, a, it's an awesome read, too. Uh, it, don't, yeah, get it, yeah. don't get it off Amazon. I'll send, I'll send you the PDF. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so did you read it or do it on audiobook? Because I might even have an I, I do a lot of my, like, I'm a, I've always been, like, a big reader my whole life. I, and I, I will forever read my fiction in, like, paper, in, like, actual paper. But some of my nonfiction, like, especially, like, like self-help books or business books or trading stuff. I do them on audio book. Um, just kind of when like I'm going on walks or the gym or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, I was never so I a reader. Audio, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can de- definitely do it on audio. I was never a reader. I, I was very big in the uh, spark notes world. Uh, couldn't tell you the last <laughs> actual book I read. Uh, but with, with this, like uh, getting into it, like once you actually get into it and like, it's actually not a bad read. Like it's it, 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 the guy actually does like talk about it really well. Like he makes it interesting. Like he talks uh, just about his life, how he got into trading, and why he like got out of it, and what he saw about it. And like he, the guy's been through like everything. It, it, it's a very very interesting read outside of just like learning how market makers think, which is which is awesome. Damn, speaking my language, I love yeah. that shit. Yeah, oh yeah. Read. It was already on my list. I remember I heard you mention it, and I was like, I'm always, I, I always am on the pulse of that. I might like see like, a, you know, an Instagram post about a book or something, or like uh, someone mentions a book. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I like save it and add it to my Amazon list. And then I don't always buy it on Amazon. I'll usually, I buy a lot of shit on eBay. I buy a lot of used books on eBay because like. Interesting. Get rid of them shit. Like it's, dude, it's crazy how many like cheap books I bought on eBay. Cause like, for years traveling for comedy or for you know my day job like work stuff, I would go to like used bookstores and comic book stores on the road, and I'd always buy like books at used bookstores. And I was like, shit, I should buy more of these online. So like, it doesn't always work out, but I've gotten a lot of super cheap shit on eBay because people are just like. They'll read it and just want to get rid of it. Like, I'll even do it. I'll randomly throw books on eBay or comic books on eBay. Just be like, yeah, whatever you want to pay me for it. I'm just trying to clear out space. Just pay for the books, pay shipping, whatever. Um, so I've, I've had some luck with that. Um, and then I think I have an Audible premium subscription. So I get, like, two credits a month. So I kind of use those on these kind of books. Where I'm like, ooh, that'd be a great one to throw on a treadmill or on, like, a train ride or something or an airplane, you know, because do, I do a lot of that bullshit. So... Um, I'll definitely check that one out. It's yeah. just like, I feel like, again, like, I can, again, comparing it to comedy, like, it's never, it's a never-ending learning process. You're never done learning. It's when people tell me to, like, like, oh, teach me options. I'm like, that makes someone telling me to teach him to be a great comic. I'm like, I can tell you, like, the steps that you need to take, but yeah. the rest is up to you. Like, I can't, yeah. I can't teach you to be a great comedian. Like, I can't hold your hand for, like, going a thousand shows. I mean, that would be the guy, the old talent director of the comedy store, Tommy Morris, you know, um, who was like the talent director after Mitzi, he would say, 
you don't know yourself as a comic until you've done a thousand shows, at least a thousand shows. Wow. And so, you know, and I would agree with that. So it's like, I think me and Kanye have talked about this before on previous episodes where it's like, you know, in training, it's like, how, how quickly do you want to get good at it? Well, it's like, well, how much work do you want to put in? It's like, you can get, you can be a great comedian in six months or six years. It's just how, how quick can you do a thousand sets? Probably can't do it in six months, but two years, you know, you can do it in two years. Yeah. If you really hustle. You yeah. Know. But, um. It, it's finding out, like, what, what works. And that's also why, like, you know, I, I started, uh, like, I, I started, like, a website and a blog be- for this finance world of people that aren't traditionally in finance because I was like, there's no place for people that, you know, are like me that aren't in that traditional finance world and don't really know how to get into it but want to get involved or, or want to get, like, information and, and even it's just general like stuff and shits and gigs and even just random news here and there or random technical analysis like that's why i started doing doing that to just put it out there and and see if people like can actually like feel comfortable with it like because it, it just like you don't want it to be like that you, you think of all these stuffy you know finance guys or you know new york wall street douchebags that look exactly like me and i hate it and you know <laughs> yeah looking yeah yeah we all we all were in a frat and you know fades and douchebags and you know except i didn't go to finance school or anything or business school but uh yeah that's why like i, I started doing this and to to kind of make it a little bit easier and it also like teaches teaches our, our like ourselves too that are people like that are writing it from the discord that just write a bunch of shit which is nice so um yeah try to make it a, a little bit uh a little bit more suitable for everyone that wants to get involved without being like you don't need to be working at you know one of the big four for 10 years right right yeah because after that it's just a nightmare <laughs> and it, it's crazy like the more i like learn about options the more i you know see other people get successful and the more i you know gain some success in that world myself I, I see I get I get like bummed out for when people do like when I see people doing other jobs I, I it sounds bad almost but I, I it really bums me out I'm like dude why are you why are you doing that job for like you could you could do other stuff yeah <laughs> yeah life's like, too short to do shit you don't like. like yeah it's like if you just you know and I, I try to remind myself it's like man if I just you work a little harder you could probably you know it's like and I look at like what a lot of these options guys are doing and I'm like man it's you know shit you know what are you doing like it's all in how you invest your time and so even myself like i've had to I'm, I'm trying to pull back some of my own stuff you know traveling for work stuff so it's like you know i'm not taking every opportunity that comes my way for that stuff anymore because it's like ah sometimes my time is better served literally walking to that coffee shop and hopping online with you guys every morning for a few yeah. hours it really is so um, you've gotten to that point already where you're like let me invest my time in this yeah, like you're you're seeing you're seeing that investment or or ROI already on just how you're you're seeing and viewing charts now. Dude, I'm just seeing to the point now where like I haven't like I've not made enough trading towards like I'm I'm living off of everything like that. But I'm just I've seen enough progress and I see where it can go to where 
I know I have to lean into it more um, because I feel like I've done that I've, I've, with other stuff before. I feel like um, I've gotten close to success certain things and then not leaned in hard enough when yeah. I really should have. And so this is one of those times where I'm like, ooh, you're onto something here. Like, don't let it slip. Like, you're at a, you're at like a, not like a turning point, but kind of at like a, like a boiling point. Yeah. Like, don't turn off the heat now. Like, you're right there. Like, just don't turn off the heat. Like, turn it up a little bit. A hundred percent. Because, you know, it's, you, you can be right there before that water starts boiling and, and, and turn it off the heat. And like, ah, shit, you almost had it, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like I don't want to, and, and for years, I feel like I've, I've, um, kind of push back on some of those things where like I've been like oh no I'll, I'll just do that later I'll do that and like kind of always telling yourself like oh I have time I have time to do it later and then like before you know it you're like shit like like I turn 35 next month which not that that's old necessarily but it just reminds me like shit man time can move quickly yeah like, yeah I started getting heavy into investing at like you know my late 20s I'm like shit I've already been doing this for a good few years now and so I'm like Imagine if I learned, you know, flip that time into, you know, what if I do five, ten years of being like heavy into options? Like, what could I do with my life? Yeah. You know, and so you kind of start seeing where the opportunity can grow. And like, I'm seeing the progress. And like, I kind of try to apply this to a lot of stuff in my life where it's like, you know, even if you don't see the, 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 the results you want right away, you're seeing the progress. It's, it can be motivating enough to just keep you going. Like, just, just see enough progress to keep you going another day. It sounds like a hundred percent. No, it's, it's, like, it's true though. Like, that, you know? <laughs> yeah, like a hundred percent. Like I have, um, I have like the, the super shitty, like, uh, like cliche, like motivational shit on, on my wall of like, uh, like quotes that Jordan has said, or like, you know, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, you'll be successful or, you know, shit like that. I'm like, yes, yeah. it's super cliche, but it's like, if you do do it and you commit the time, like, yes, like I, I just started learning options. Like, I didn't even think I was going to be doing this six months ago. And when you start seeing like right. even other people in the discord, like people on Friday of last week made more in a day than my first job yeah. salary in a year. And, and I'm like... Uh, by like ten thousand dollars too, and I'm like, you you can do that if, if you just put your head down. Like you're gonna have to sacrifice some things, yeah. But yeah. It, it it also like, do you want to put in the time now or do you want to put in the time later? Like I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'm good with that. Yeah, seriously. It's like uh, speaking of like you know going back to the the audio I was mentioned about listening to like they kind of reiterate what you're saying there. What are you willing to give up for what you want? Like uh, I'm reading, um, well, an audiobook, um, "Think and Grow Rich" by Napoleon Hill. That book was written in like the fucking 30s, dude. No like, way. They're basically just saying like the way they talk about like you achieving like a certain dollar amount, whatever success you want, like money wise, like monetarily, like the way they talk about the way you need to approach it and achieve it, like it makes you almost sound like a complete lunatic, but. It's true. The way the principles that they're talking about are like so dead on, though. Like they kind of say, like, what dollar amount do you want? You have to be specific about like, what do you want? When do you want it by? What are you gonna do to get to that? And what are you gonna sacrifice to get to that? Because you know, and like being very specific about it, and you're like, oh, holy shit, these guys were like, 
Whereas, of course, it's like the, the Rockefellers, Charles Schwab's. Of the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, no, no wonder they figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so you're like, wow, like, it is kind of like, you do kind of have to, like, obsess about it. Like, it has to be like a healthy obsession. A hundred percent. I think some, I think sometimes people are afraid of, like, you know, they, they sometimes feel guilty of being like, oh, I shouldn't be just, like, motivated by money. But it's like... People just need to be honest with themselves. It's like, but we're all motivated by money. That's why yeah. you go to the job that you have. It's like, I know you like, we all like, hopefully you like your job. At the end of the day, you wouldn't do it for fucking free. Like, I don't think anyone would. Like, no. even no. like comedians that I know, like big comedians would be like, yeah, I'm not doing this shit for free. And that's, you know, people that would assume that's an amazingly fun job, which it is. But you also wouldn't do it for free. Yeah. You're good at it. When people say that they're doing it for fun, they're they're full of shit. Money or or income or whatever, it's everyone has like their version of it. If they're saying like, yeah, like I'm not going to do it just for money, like, or I love my job, I do it. Well, you want it for, you want freedom, but you need money for freedom to do whatever you want when you want to do it. Like, but then you also like read books of, david goggins or jesse eitzler and they just make me feel like the laziest piece of shit in the world and i'm like <laughs> fuck like i'm not doing enough <laughs> oh yeah yeah I, I i also realize i i like my goals are limited you know i don't want to be you know for me at least i'm like and limited in a good way where i'm like i know what i want but i also know i'm not trying to like you know, run a 5k up mount everest like that's no. not for me you know i'm like I'll, i have goals in other ways yeah. But, um, no, I totally get that. But it, it is it is an interesting and an interesting way to approach it. Yeah. It is like kind of like you know it, it can kind of mess your head a little bit sometimes too. Where you're like, oh, I could always be doing more. But you know, um, to me, it's just as long as you're consistently leveling up on a daily basis, the rest will follow. And Facts. so that's why I'm like, you know, as much as I love traveling and doing this and that, like I have certain nights are like. Even when I go do stand up, you know, some of these nights I'll like I'll go to the show and immediately kind of like, all right, guys, I gotta go home. Or I'll try to go up early in the show so I can go home because I know I want to get up at like eight, eight thirty, so I can be ready by nine, nine thirty for when market opens and just kind of like, because even that's a big part of the learning process is like, yeah, your paper trading, like, yeah, you still gotta get up and like, I always say like, paper trade like you real trade, so like, get up and read the charts. What are you looking at? Prepare yep. for the day. You know, do all that stuff. Um, and so, you know, but again, I do like it. I enjoy it. I love having the community of, like, seeing the same people on there. Seeing what, and to be honest, like, a lot of the people, you know, in the in our morning voice sessions are quite experienced and know yeah. what we're talking about. So when they, you know, again, they're not perfect. You know, no one is in this world. But you get a good sense of, like, sentiment. I, I've always said, like, I'll look for plays on my own. But then I'll kind of keep, I'll have the Discord on on my headphones to kind of just hear what the sentiment is. Like, what are they thinking? Like, okay, I'm looking at this, but, you know, they might be looking, and, and oftentimes they're looking at the same takers, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, like, when, when, you, when you start to, like, hear them, like, make call outs or alerts or whatever, and then you can, like, look at the chart and be like, oh, yeah, like, I know why or how they got there and made that decision. That's when you're like, fuck, all right, like, I can yes, start doing this, yeah. you know? Like, that's, like, that reassurance. You're like, all right, I'm starting to get it, like, a little bit. Like, we can we can do this. Like, <laughs> we're going in the right yeah. direction. I always say it's, like, the, like, like, it can be, like, doing the magic eye 3D puzzles. 
Where, like, you look at the page for so long, and all of a sudden, you're like, oh, shit, there it is. Yep. Yep. It's that realization. You're like, oh, shit, that's right. That's what I was looking for. Okay. Like, it also gives you that confidence, like, that that confidence, too, where you're like, all right, maybe, like, if if you're thinking of making a trade, and then they're like, yeah, I'm thinking of doing that, too. It's like, okay. Yes, yes. You know. the best stuff. Again, that kind of goes into, like, that thesis statement thing, though, too, where, like, I look, that almost like, that almost sounds bad that that's one of my indicators. It's like, yes, I look for patterns or this or that or different, like, you know, look for value and patterns. Um, and then, you know, like, so, and then also, what are the guys on Discord? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, 100%. Like, I was like, damn, that's the last nail in the coffin. I'm like, sweet. They all yeah, agree. yeah. Like, Zero hesitation <laughs> to get into that. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, shoot. That's more than like, I know a mistake some people make too. They just, they don't learn enough about options and they just hop into a discord and just try to follow alerts. Oh, and I hate that. That can be, yeah, that can be tough too because, you know, not, a lot of these alerts, they don't tell you like what exactly which contract they're buying either. They yeah. might just say like, you know, whatever price they're looking for, but you might not get the exact contract you're looking for. And also it's like, I don't know. I do kind of like the, um, you know, the teach a man to fish approach to options versus give a man to fish. Because you really can. I mean, it just, it's too volatile. Things change too much. There's too many variables yeah. to where it's like, hey, I can't, uh, you know, it's just, you just have to kind of learn the concepts. And not that we know them all, but, you know, I feel like consistency is, is, is super, super key with options. Um, so it's just... Uh, that's why I dig that we're all on there in the morning. It's, it's your your voice. Um, it's uh, your voice channel that we're all in in the morning too, right? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 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 Dgen baby. It's, it's, it's the Dgen voice sessions. Better yeah. believe it. Better believe it. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, just try to bring a different really side to it, man. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I'm glad that like, and I'm glad that people consistently show up. But even like, dude, this morning there was like a there was a good crew. Of this morning. there was like 10, 15 people in there at one point this morning. I, I know. Um, it, it's yeah, it's awesome to start seeing it blow up a little bit too. And um, but yeah, like you said, like I've I've been having for for some reason like I I've, I've had people like reach out on on like Twitter or whatever like messaging me like being like oh do the people like give like alerts and I'm like that's not the point of the Discord like it's it, it like we want the point of the discord is to help you learn how to do it. Like, yeah, we'll give you like ideas, but like we want to be able to do it on your own. Like you want to be self-sufficient, not just like pay to, to get in there and potentially get alerts. Like you, you, you want to be able to do it on your own. Like that's the whole point of it. Uh, and yeah. like having other people in there to kind of talk ideas off of like, that's, that's great. That's another, like you said, point of conviction, but like being able to do it and sustain on your own, like that's an even bigger reason to get involved in it oh for sure for sure um and again just like for me it's just like having like accountability too like sometimes i feel like i kind of i'll say things on this podcast just to remind myself just to make myself accountable like yep i'm gonna be on the morning sessions and then if i'm not i almost feel like i let down people yeah like no one's really gonna care but i know how i feel it's like when I, when, I would, when I would skip out on an open mic for comedy, I'd be like, oh, shit, I should have been there. Knowing, knowing full well no one gives two shits if I'm there. But, like, you yeah. know, 
it makes you feel guilty. You're like, ah, oh, shit, I should have been there. I let them down. They're all in there, you know, trading, doing their thing. Yeah. Um, like, I, I, was, so, I had, like, a busy, like, work day today, like, for my actual, you know, full-time job, and I wasn't in voice much today, and I had, I got a text from, like, three different people being like, yo, where are you at? Like, why aren't you in here? <laughs> I'm like, shit, man. Like, yeah, like, I know. <laughs> but again, it's one of those things where it's like, it's a healthy obsession. It's a healthy, like, thing to do. It's like, especially when we're increasingly in a world of, like, you know, all this, like, social media, all this content shit. It's like, it can be entertaining and it can be a distraction, but, man, there's so many tools at the same time. In these, on these, like within Twitter, Instagram, Discord, all this stuff, it's like, yeah, kind of unbelievable. It's like, it's, it's, I mean, it's unprecedented, really. Where you're gotta like, take advantage shit, of it so much. It, it, it can also be kind of challenging to sift through it all. It's kind of where it's nice to like have a group to be like, hey, do this, do this, listen to this video. Um, speaking of like, um, oh, I just saw Keanu hopped on. I texted him, like, I saw him hopped on. Hop in a while ago, and I was like, "Hey, if you want to hop on at some point, just interrupt." Yeah, us. get him in here. Break through through uh, the Discord, but I don't know if you will or not. Um, the uh, uh, I lost my train of thought, but basically, um, you're talking about just, videos and and all the information. Oh, yeah, yeah, kind of how like you know a group will help streamline, kind of help you sift through the bullshit. Like this one works. This is great. Um, you know, kind of just, just steering the ship a little bit. So it can be overwhelming. It can be a lot. Um, but again, it's just like consistency every day. It, it becomes more clear every time I do it. Every time I I read and I, and I reread stuff. I reread stuff. And I rewatch videos. Um, I think that's also important. I feel like people. Um, I used to be guilty that I'd watch something one time, be like, "No, I did it. Why don't I get it?" And like, yeah, watch it again. Watch it again until you get it. You know, I'd be like, I'd watch something one time or read something one time and be like, I didn't get it. I'm done with it. Yeah. Like, no, you didn't get it. Just do it again. And you're like, okay, now I get it. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I've read the Candlestick Bible, I think, three or four times now just because, yes. like, it, it's, yeah. I feel like it's like a, a good book where, like, you, you interpret it differently every single time that you read it. Like, dude, it. it Yes, exactly. It kind of reminds me like I had an English teacher in high school who told me like when we were at To Kill a Mockingbird, he kind of said like, read it now, read it when you're in college, read it when you have your first kid. He kind of say like, read it at all these different points in your life to kind yeah. of like, demonstrate like kind of the point of like, you'll have a new appreciation for for each point you were at in your life. And I feel like that, that training or that candlestick book kind of is the same, but like as you grow as a trainer, as you, you know, learn more, you can kind of come back to it and have a new appreciation for it. Even now, I feel like I read that book a couple of months ago, and I think I can go back to it now with new appreciation. Just knowing what I know now, like having learned so much more through like my own trading or through um, uh, you know learning stuff on the Discord and through different videos and things like that. So yeah, and um, you don't have to go through like the basic, you know, the basic candle setup stuff. Like you can obviously skip through some of that shit and go to like the little more in-depth stuff, but like you understand it even more. Like I remember the first time I read it, I was like, this makes no fucking sense to me, but you know, let's, let's grind through it. <laughs> like, and now it's like, all right, now we can get through that, understand it and then go a little bit deeper. Yeah. I will say that for, and I, I, man, 
I wish I had a way to make money for people buying that book. I swear, so many people bought that book through this because I keep talking about it through this podcast. I have no way of getting any money people buying it, which I did. But that would be a ton, anyways. But still, um, I, I, I do tell people all the time, like that book. The first like few chapters can be like dense, and you're like, "Why am I reading this?" But then, like a third of the way through, you're kind of like, "Oh shit, this is really good." And yeah. It's like. You start like powering through it. That's how I felt. Like the, and the, at first, it was like you know, like like walking through like quicksand, and then all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh, this is dope." Um, yeah, and then I couldn't put it down. It. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I will say that's that's a great book for like that's a great book to just read, like you know, having paper because of all the charts and like the visual element of it. Like I do love it for that reason. Um, you know, just being able to like read what they're talking about and looking over at the chart and be like, oh, sweet, this is exactly what the yeah. is describing and whatever. Um, so I dig that. But um, yeah, so before we get out of here, I got to uh, finish packing up and make my way to North Carolina in the morning. I want to make sure that we, um, I'll make sure to include any links you want for your, for your, um, your blog that you mentioned. Also, like what kind of, I know you have a YouTube channel, right? Uh, Broboken is your yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just Broboken on YouTube on all socials. Um, the website is dgendaytrader.com, and we've got a bunch of guys from the Discord that uh, just write a bunch of stuff, whether it's TA or, or news or reasons why we're doing things and just kind of like my thought process. Like I wrote about just like – and it's also like quick – reads it's not like really long essays like i explained why i i swung like 630 tesla puts yesterday or like uh a couple people in here like ace he talks about his technical analysis on his trades and stuff like that or uh talked about elon musk's threesome um you know (laughs) things all over the place uh and then even like i i saw a stat yesterday or two days ago where it says that it's easier to buy a house, right? Or it was easier to buy a house during the Great Depression than it is right now, based on. Dude, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, which is which is wild, and and we're the we're the lazy generation for some reason. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I remember reading that because like yeah, because like based on like current prices, like wages and stuff like that. Yeah. Like like the inventory of houses, it's like yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, but I don't think anyone called the Great Depression era lazy. <laughs> like, but but we're the we're the lazy generation for some reason. Yeah, seriously, man. one of my cousins said that. We have a cousin's like WhatsApp uh, group chat. One of my like boomer cousins are close to boomer, not boomer, but like he's a gen. What's the one before millennial? Whatever that one is. And, yeah, no idea. Yeah, he's like. Like a classic millennial, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, it's not me, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so he was saying, like, all these guys will stay at, stay at their, you know, sit on their couch on their phones, you know, and not do anything. And I was like, well, in their defense, that couch now costs, you know, you know, more than a house used to. So yeah, you know, you can't do anything. Like you no, know, yeah, it's 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 kind of and again. That's why I kind of tell people like. Dude, options is the ultimate cheat code. Like, if you're not investing, or honestly, now it's like trade options to get ahead. It's like, yeah, shit, if you really can figure it out and, and get yourself an edge. You know, a lot of people are. That's why I always tell folks it's like the income gap is growing, and it's because big. This is how big money makes all their money. Honestly, yeah. 
this is how they do it. it like I know Troy mentioned the other day, it's like if you look at like look at like the equity market versus like the derivatives market. He's like, dude, the derivatives market is like 10x. Um, and you know, layman's terms, the stock market is a little baby compared to the options trading market. Yeah, so, um, it's a it's a pond versus an ocean, and it's yeah. it's insane. Um, it's crazy, yeah. especially when you and you're like, oh my god, and like just thinking how much money they can be making on any given day, and so um, and not just you know the big institutions, but like that's that's also where like the one percent has all their money, and so like facts. And, and, and the upper, you know, all the, you know, you know, not, not just the 1%, but the wealthy, you know, that, that wealthier class in general. And so it's like, if you're not finding a way to get a piece of that pie, like, man, it's going to be really hard to stay ahead unless you have some like crazy, you know, unless you're hitting a lottery. Money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, unless you have something you, unless you have a head, like, look, it's like, you know, um, you know, I kind of always knock to my parents for not as going going as heavy as investing in the stock market. My mom kind of made the point of like, well, we invested in our business and that did very well. So it's like, well, okay, fair point. Yeah. So it's like, I guess you can you can have other things to do, but if you're not like outside of doing that, like if you're just working a job and not doing this, like you're you're crazy. So it's like that's like I know that's your point that you're always kind of making where it's like, hey, anyone can do this. This is for everyday people. Like you don't have to be a finance pro or whatever. Yeah. You can just be. Whoever, if you're just willing to play you can just be a degenerate that wants to make some cash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is sweet. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll link those in this episode. I'm actually going to do it. I'm going to read that uh, that blog actually because I'd actually I'd actually find that information useful because it's like it's like reading playbooks. You're like, okay, cool. I'll see what else. Like, it's kind of like, dude. I think Keanu at one point mentioned like options, like financial chess. You look back at your plays. Where did you win? How can you do the next one? Like where you're like reviewing your plays and stuff. And so yeah. I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna follow that. It's just a you know shoot. Yeah. I track my own, but why not read some other ones too? Why not? Exactly. You know, it's it's going back and watching game tape, man. That's it. Yeah, exactly. If you're doing, if you're and if you're writing the notes for me, even better. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. And then also your YouTube Roboken. I'm gonna keep watching those videos. I'm. Again, I know we talked about the golden goose in this episode, and uh, you know, but to get more of a visual element, I, I want to do you know video episodes in this podcast sooner than later. I I got to find a good service to do that through consistently. Um, yeah, so that's coming, and because I want to get like you guys on here regularly too. I'll have like Keanu, you know, you on here regularly. I'll probably get Troy on here regularly at some point. Just kind of like rotate people because again, everyone has a different flavor, a different way to approach things. Um, and every day is, is fucking like, different, yeah. dude. You are dealing with something different every day too, which is which is awesome <laughs> with the day trading. You know, <laughs> like it, it's it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy and wild, which is which is great. But yeah, man, I'm 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 happy to uh, to do it. I, I love this. I love what you're doing. You're you're crushing it, bro. So uh, oh, keep keep you, keep grinding, dude. I, I love it. Likewise, and hey, man, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, um, I super appreciate it. We'll definitely we'll do it again soon. I'm gonna keep watching your stuff. Um, send me however you want to send me the the audio for this. Yeah, you know, send it to me, and I'll, I'll get I'll get it put up to all the to all the places. Yeah, and, I got uh, you. Yeah, man. Hey, I appreciate, appreciate you, brother. It. We'll see you tomorrow. Be well. Nine thirty a.m. Yeah, man. I'll be there. <laughs> all right, boss. I appreciate you, Dad. All right, man. Thank you, dude. Talk to you later.